In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Holy Spirit, and they shall be created, and renew the face of the earth. O God, you instructed the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, granted through the same Holy Spirit, we may always be truly wise, rejoice in his consolation. To the same Christ, our Lord, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy own Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Santo Nino, Jesus de Cebu, pray for us. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Good evening. Our spiritual reading tonight will be taken from the 40 days reflection on Lent. And let me start with a passage from the scriptures, Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray always that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. The uh, prayer for the end times is the prayer of the rosary. Remember in 1957, Sister Lucia wrote to Father Agustin Fuentes that in the last battle between God and the devil, the uh, most powerful ultimate weapon to be given us is the rosary and at the same time, the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So if we are always praying so that we will not be tempted, the prayer that God has given us to pray always is the prayer of the Rosary. Dominic Savio, Praise the rosary always. In fact, Don Bosco taught his uh, oratorians, the uh, students or out-of-school people coming from all walks of life, 
to pray the rosary. And he said, if ever we have the Salesian congregation put up by God, it started with the praying of the rosary. So Dominic was praying once the rosary in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Since he is so pure, we knew from the Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, blessed are the pure, they will see God. So every time Dominic prays, he places himself in the presence of God and he sees God. And remember when the Lord said, the mysteries of God are not revealed to the learned, nor to the wise of this time, but only to the mires of children. So this is about a vision that Dominic revealed to Don Bosco and Don Bosco took note. The title of the vision is 200 Days. While praying in that vision, all of a sudden, Dominic got so frightened. He was so scared. There was a terrible war and Rome was invaded. In fact, not just Rome, the whole Europe was invaded. And innumerable people were dying like flies everywhere. Streets are covered with dead people. And Dominic saw the Pope escaping, escaping Vatican City. It took him 200 days to reach the mountain in order to escape from the attack of the Antichrist. Why was he so slow? Because wherever he went, there were dead people. So he blessed them and mourned for them. He was accompanied by bishops accompanied by religious sisters and priests and lay people. Then as he goes from one place to the other, so many people begging him, weeping to intercede. And he felt himself useless. And the most he can do was to bless the dead people everywhere. And there was no more anyone to bury them because most of these people were dead. In every village, every town, every city, the Pope cannot move forward because he would mourn and lament only dead people. And he has to evade also the Antichrist soldiers who are still around. Until finally, when after 200 days, and that's, you know, roughly uh, more than half a year, 
to reach the mountain, and there he got killed. He got killed by the Antichrist. And then a new pope was elected. And from there, another 200 days, the new pope was walking back to Vatican because the Lord God told him, you have to go back to Vatican. You cannot escape. That is the place where you have to rule the people. You have to warn the people. You have to plead to God and pray. Pray the rosary. It took almost the same number of days for the Pope to go back because as usual, all the places were littered with dead people. The streets were flooded with blood and the Pope has to wade as if waging on a water going back to Vatican. And it was there that the Blessed Mother met him. And of course, as we know, the horror stopped. That was 200 days after. Now this was followed by another vision of Don Bosco few years after, it is called the two columns. He had a similar dream. All the armies in the whole world, they were bombarding a big ship. The ship is the Catholic Church, surrounded by leftists, antichrists, globalists, name it. and they were bombarding the sheep. Strange thing was where the Pope was there with the bishops around, that means this is the Catholic Church. When the bomb will hit the side of the sheep, an invisible hand will wipe it and immediately the sheep is repaired. So it is unsinkable. The doctrine says that the church is indestructible. Not even the gates of hell shall prevail. Bad books were thrown, cannonballs, all kinds of uh, weapons were hurled against the church. The sheep. And not to mention the fact that the wave of the ocean was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And in the process, even the enemies of Christ, their ship were sinking. And at that moment, because of the bullets aimed at the Catholic Church, the Pope was killed and he fell down. 
When the Pope was killed, all the enemies shouted, victory, 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 finally, we won against our arch enemy. And these were the Antichrist. And after that, no sooner the cardinals had a conclave and elected the new Pope. The enemy got frightened. A new Pope came. And at that moment, which is a vision of the end times, when the wave of the water was like a tsunami, every ship of the enemies of the church was sinking because of the high waves. And everybody was so scared. And at that moment, while the Pope, together with all the others, were praying the rosary, begging the Lord's intervention and help, the two pillars rose from the middle of the ocean where the high waves that were almost sinking every ship came up. One big pillar, unsinkable pillar, and on top of it was the Eucharist. Then another pillar came out, a little smaller than the first pillar. Our Blessed Virgin Mary appeared with the rosary. So God told the Pope, anchor yourself to the two pillars, the Eucharist and the rosary. And they anchored themselves. It was only the Catholic Church that did not sink. All the others sunk. However, some of the sheep that were enemical before, they converted along the process and they also tried to anchor themselves to the Eucharist and the rosary and they were also saved from the high waves. When eventually all the enemy ship sunk and all the enemies were annihilated, then the triumph of the Eucharist and the triumph of the Immaculate Heart was proclaimed. It was the final victory. The vision given by our Blessed Lord and the Blessed Mother to St. Dominic, together with the vision of Don Bosco on the end times, they jibe. And this is also in line with uh, Blessed Elena Aiello, a mystic, a stigmatist, a visionary who was beatified by Benedict XVI. Exactly the same, dead people everywhere. All the river Niles filled up with bloated bodies. All the streets in Europe, even in Italy, they are all flooded with blood. It is more, of course, descriptive during the time of Blessed Elena Yellow, when she said that the flags are red flags, that means communist flags. 
And it was then that the Blessed Mother interceded, embraced the Pope, the last Pope, and all the communists, they all died like flies. And Vatican, which was already infiltrated by all communists inside out, down from the cardinals, surrounded by communist people, they all disappeared and died. And then the era of peace came back. And the new Pope, which was embraced by the Blessed Mother, reigned peacefully again until Christ will come again for the tribulation, final tribulation. So the praying of the rosary, therefore, is important. If Sister Lucia is correct, it is the final weapon given us by the Lord to protect us against the enemies of Christ. So we already have a sure solution to how we are going to win. If we can only imitate what uh, John Paul II did, to rally all the bishops in the whole world, not just to consecrate to the Immaculate Heart, the world, especially Russia and the globalists. If all the bishops will have a rosary rally in their cities, in their dioceses, in the parishes, we have a very strong chance to win the battle. Why? So going back to our spiritual reading, I will read here, it says, pray constantly, pray always. In prayer, we uniform our will to God's will. We lift up our minds and our hearts to God. In the season of Lent, we are called to an increased awareness of the importance of prayer. To pray and to remain in constant communication with God, both in silence and in worship. So the two most beautiful prayers, most powerful prayers, that can allow God to intercede, who is the only supernatural being, will destroy the devil, who is a preternatural being above any one of us. So not just Rosary Rally, but we need also Eucharistic procession and Eucharistic adoration at the end the reparation vigil after the rosary. Because it is the duties of everyone by virtue of justice, which is the virtue of religion, to give to God his due by prayer. And we cannot pray unless we are aware of the presence of God. Otherwise, if we are so distracted, 
then we cannot hear the voice of God. That's why Robert Cardinal Sarah, when he was speaking about the power of prayer in the book that he wrote, what did he say? Before we can pray, there has to be silence. What is the meaning of silence? It's not just the absence of noise. It is not just dropping everything we are doing. Everything has to stop when we pray. And above all, to drain ourselves out of our worries. We tell our worries, okay, get out of my way. Get out of my brain. Get out of my system. Stay there, outside the door. Then I'll come back to you later on. But I have first to pray. And if we pray in silence, dropping everything, when there is absence of noise, then we can start to tune in to the presence of God. Prayer and presence of God, St. Teresa of Avila tells us here, they are together. They cannot be separated. That's why no matter what we are doing, let us develop an awareness of being always in the presence of God. The great spiritual master calls the practice of the presence of God the foundation of a good spiritual life. It consists in these things, the avoidance of sin and the driving away of the devil. So when we pray, the devil is driven away and also it avoids our sins. Number two, the practice of virtue. Number three, union with God. St. Teresa of Avila continues, the practice of the presence of God helps us to avoid sin. She said, every evil happens to us because we do not reflect that God is present with us. We think that God is merely at a distance. And so the prayer which is aware of the presence of God, when we have silence and we drop everything, when we pray to God, then we hear God. And when we hear God, He tells us what to do. Let's go back to Saint Dominic, Saint Dominic de Guzman, the founder of the Dominicans. When the Albigensian was destroying the whole of Europe, especially the whole of France, he didn't know anymore what to do. And he went to the mountain. He dropped everything. He prayed. He fasted. And he did it out of love for God. What is this love of God? He loves God so much that he could not bear so many people separating themselves from God because of this heresy called Albingentian. 
And so, as we all know in Lent, we have prayer, penance, and charity. The three go together. So what did Saint Dominic uh, de Guzman do? When he went to the mountain, he prayed so hard. Oh God, I cannot bear anymore all these people going against you. And they are misleading all the others. If you will not help, the whole of Europe will be Albigensian and there will be no more Catholics left. And what he did, he plagiated himself so hard, aside from the fact that he fasted, he was already weak, and he got the plagiation. And when he could not bear it anymore, he collapsed. And when he collapsed, he had a vision of the Blessed Mother. The Blessed Mother said, Dominic, I'm going to help you to convert thousands of these Albigensians and to convert the whole of Europe. I give you this rosary. And it is called the Angelic Psalter. Why Angelic Psalter? Because it was the angel Gabriel who said, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. So this is the foundation of the Holy Scriptures. And it becomes a powerful prayer because God is with the Blessed Mother. As Benedict XVI said, the Blessed Mother is the tabernacle of Christ, the first tabernacle. Because when Mary said fiat, Jesus was born. He was in the womb of Mary for nine months. And in the tabernacle, what happens? When he visited St. Elizabeth, even the babe in the womb of Elizabeth jumped for joy because he saw Jesus in Mary. She is the tabernacle. Or in short, as Benedict XVI also said, she is the monstrance that hold the sacred host. And again, Benedict XVI said, in the Eucharist that we receive, first, it is the body of Christ. He said, the Eucharist is first the body of Christ. Second, he said, it is also the body of Mary. Third, it is the mystical body of Christ, the church. Why the body of Mary? Because God is a spirit. When he sent his only begotten son, he needed flesh and blood to redeem mankind. Without this flesh and blood, he cannot die because he's God. He needs this flesh and blood in order to die. He needs this flesh so that it becomes the food of man. And St. Thomas said, when we receive the body of Christ, it doesn't become part of our nature. It becomes, we are supernaturalized. We are lifted up 
to this supernatural level. We are divinized. When we are divinized, we are beyond the preternatural nature of Satan. Even Satan can be controlled by us and can be driven away by us. And he will not anymore tempt us to commit sin. Satan is called diabolos. In Greek, diabolos means division. Why so many division? Why so many murders? Why we are killing one another? We are jealous with one another. We are proud with one another. We are so greedy for power, for the natural resources. Why are we so glutinous? And we wallow ourselves in comfortable lifestyle and sloth. And we are so lustful. All because of diabolos inside us. That's what makes us kill one another, destroy one another. That if nobody stops this, if God will not stop us, the whole planet Earth, if it is ruled by Satan, will be annihilated. And this will not be surprising. Because Satan has pledged out of jealousy to eliminate mankind. Because God wanted the church, the mystical body, to become the spouse of Jesus Christ for eternity. That means human being will be divinized, not as third person or fourth person, as Benedict XVI explained, but to be hypostatically united with Christ forever in the new heavens and in the new earth. And that will be our permanent home. So how did it go with Saint uh, Dominic? He was given the rosary. The rosary given to Dominic was just the scriptural part. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. This is from Elizabeth's response when the Holy Spirit took possession of her. So it's called the scriptural rosary. The other part, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, was added by Pius V in 1571 during the Battle of Lepanto. When Lepanto was the last bastion of salvation of the whole Europe, if Lepanto would fall in the hands of the Muslim, the whole Europe would have been a Muslim country and Christianity would have been dead. But of course, this is not going to happen because as Christ said, not even the gates of hell shall prevail. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, you are Peter and upon this rock I shall build my church, not even the gates of hell shall prevail. So going back to Dominic, he was so enthusiastic. He said to uh, the, all, all the people, you gather all the people, you gather all the people to the basilica. We're going to the church because the Blessed Mother will work miracles there. So in the whole populace there in that area, they heard about this more than 12,000 people congregated around the church. The question is, was there a loudspeaker? 
This was 1221. This was in the 13th century. Well, by the miracle of the Lord, if Jesus himself can speak to 5,000 without loudspeaker, and everybody hears it so clearly, why can't by the miracle of God through the Blessed Mother, why can't it, he do it? Surely he can do it again. Especially when the church is in danger of being, you know, destroyed. And he will not allow that. So he'll do everything in his power to save his church because his church is his mystical body. His church will become his spouse. How can a husband allow the wife to die in the hands of the enemy? The husband will die for the wife, even if he gets killed, as long as the wife gets saved. That's what Jesus did. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, as Christ died for the church, so too the church should be ready to die for Christ. No greater love a man has than to give up his life for his friend. How do you prove your love? when you're ready to die. John chapter 15, verse 13. And the greatest love came from Jesus. While you were still sinners, St. Paul says, he already died for you. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. So, 12,000 people were gathered in that church. And, of course, the devil was not happy. Thunderstorm, rain, and so on. So a lot of people were soaked. As during Fatima, when the Blessed Mother appeared in the last apparition, 70,000 people were soaked. Because it rained so hard, the devil doesn't want it. There's always, you know, a perennial enmity between the woman and the devil. Uh, as uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 prophesied. Where there is Mary, the devil will be there. And where the devil will be there, Mary will be there to assist us. And if we cling to Mary, we will be protected. If we don't cling to Mary, we will perish in the hands of the devil. And so this thunderstorm, terrible thunderstorm, heavy rain, downforce. Some people were able to bring their umbrella. They were not so drenched as the rest. But when Dominic said, now let's start the weapon given me by the Virgin Mary to fight the enemy. The Albingentian is no less than a weapon used by the devil to destroy the church. So when they prayed, they, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. When they were praying the rosary, not even halfway of the 150 times that you're supposed to repeat the Hail Mary, The prayer of the beads is not original from the Blessed Mother. 
It was also used by the Jews. They have the beads. It's called Psalter because they will recite the 150 Psalms. But the Blessed Mother said, instead of the Psalter, you use the uh, angelic salutation 150 times. So that's the way they pray the rosary. And then, when he was already preaching, what happened? One of the Albigensians who came there in order to attack St. Dominic, in order to belittle him, in order to repute him of what is going, he was going to say, instead of having the strength to attack St. Dominic, it was St. Dominic armed with the rosary that attacked the devil in this Albigensian who was possessed by the devil. 15,000 demons were inside. The Blessed Mother said, now you pray the rosary. And when they prayed the rosary, what happened? All the 15,000 demons left the Albingentian. And all the Albingentians after that converted. And the whole France and the whole Europe was again freed. And the church was safe again. Not even the gates of hell shall prevail. To the praying of the rosary, remember the two pillars of Don Bosco. One is the Eucharist, another one is the praying the rosary. In Thanksgiving, of course, Dominic, after the preaching of the rosary, celebrated the Mass. The two pillars. And you might say, oh, Father Bing, these are all medieval. These are all old passion. It doesn't work now. Well, well, not even the gates of hell shall prevail. Although it is not the same, but it can be compared like what happened in, as I told you, 2018, a bishop from Nigeria came to the United States. His name is uh, Bishop Deme from uh, Medjugorje, uh, Nigeria. And he narrated in 2014 how he was so desperate because the terrorists by the name of Boko Haram, it is a fundamentalist terrorist. They were attacking the people, murdering the people. Anybody who doesn't renounce his Catholic faith will be destroyed, and so on. And they would uh, kidnap young women, children. And of course, you know what they do, all kinds of malicious things, and that they will kill them for nothing. And they will demand money from everybody. If you don't give, they kill you. They burned 200 Catholic churches on the part of Bishop Domey said, this is the end of my diocese. They have made my diocese their center of operation. I am dead. The Catholic church here will be totally destroyed. 
But again, remember what Jesus said. Remember again, the two pillars, the Eucharist and the Blessed Mother. So Bishop Deme prayed. He prayed with all his heart. And remember the prayers that we are asked during this Lenten season. Prayer, fasting, or prayer, penance, and charity. Out of love for God. So Bishop Deme prayed so hard crying in that evening. And he said, I cannot go on anymore. I can't move anymore. My days are numbered. All my priests are scared to death. And so on. All of a sudden, Jesus appeared to him when he was praying in front of the Eucharist. And Jesus was carrying a sword, and he said, Bishop Deme, I'm going to give you the sword. The sword that will destroy the Boko Haram, the fundamentalist terrorist, who has plotted to end Catholicism or Christianity here in your diocese, and perhaps in the whole of Nigeria. And so, Bishop Deme was kind of, you know, he didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to do. And, and God brought him the sword, and he took the sword, and Jesus disappeared. And what happened to the sword? The sword changed into a rosary. Remember? The scriptures says that the word of God is like a double-edged sword. It is sharper than the double-edged sword. And so when we pray the rosary, it is sharper than the double-edged sword. It is sharper than the weapons of the fundamentalists. So after he received the rosary, he called his priest and he said, now we have to do a lot of rosary procession around our parish. Don't be scared now. We have a weapon that God promised will destroy Boko Haram. And so every priest had the courage to get out of their parish for the first time. They were hiding for so long because they were hunted dead or alive by the Boko Haram. And when they prayed the rosary so beautifully, and many people joined them who were also fearless. Remember, Nigeria used to be only a Muslim country. It started with the white fathers. 1%, 2%, 3%, with the White Fathers, the Fathers of the Holy Spirit. Uh, they reached, as of now, 40 million Catholics. But they are surrounded still by Muslim. All right. So, what happened now? 
he said, in few months after praying the rosary, we don't have any trace anymore on the Boko Haram. For the first time, we had peace. The Catholic Church in my diocese was not destroyed. This is the latest incident. So my dear brothers and sisters, in this meditation, we go back to our prayer. And we pray the family rosary. Make it a habit to invite all the members of the family to pray the rosary. And as Saint Teresa of Avila says, what is that kind of prayer? That prayer that when you pray, you must have silence and focus yourself in the presence of God, as if he were already there in front of you. Because this will drive away the devil that may be infesting you and will prevent you from committing evil. Secondly, it will also increase your virtues. And third, you'll be united with God. In the first story that I told you, Dominic Sabio, while praying the rosary in front of the Blessed Sacrament, he would fall into ecstasy. The mere name, the mere mention of Jesus, of Mary, his face would become so bright that he would levitate. And so let us get back to the habit of knowing how to pray. Cardinal Sarah said, drop everything. Remove all noise. Not just the absence of noise outside, but the noise inside us. All our fears, all our anxieties, all our worries, drop them. And then focus yourself to God, the presence of God. God listens only when there is silence, and He talks only when there is silence. There is only communication of lifting of the mind and the heart when there is silence. And remember, we are in Lent, and we are in this most difficult situation of the Church today, when both communism and the globalists, both of them serving the devil, they are destroying the Catholic Church. We are already infiltrated from all kinds of communism. We have the big church, the big government, the big pharma. These are all infested by globalists and communists. We have nowhere to go, and we are in the birds of the nuclear war. If we will also do rosary rally in our parishes, in our diocese, if the bishops will wake up and have the courage also, like Bishop Demet, we can prevent the nuclear war that cannot annihilate seven billion people as planned by the globalists for the new world order that they planned. 
a digitalized dictatorship wherein our life and death depends no longer on God, but on these evil people who are minions of Satan, the globalists. Nobody wants that. We have the last resort, the last weapon given us by God, the rosary, the Eucharist, the core care, consecration to the Immaculate Heart. Obey, do reparation, core, confession, adoration, rosary, and the Eucharistic sacrifice of the Mass, I tell you. Holding on the two pillars, anchoring ourselves to the pillars, praying the rosary with the Blessed Sacrament, nobody can destroy us, not even the devil. But make sure we are in the state of grace, because if we are not in the state of grace, we cannot pray. The devil will be there inside us, and it will be so disturbed. And God cannot dwell where the devil dwells. The two cannot be mixed together, as water and oil cannot mix. So God and the devil cannot be together. So it's either or. By the care, we remain in the state of grace. Then, by the core, with our little cross, by consecrating to the Lord, to the Immaculate Heart. Then, when we pray the rosary, we will be saved. Remember what the Blessed Mother said? And then, with my rosary and the scapular, I'll save the whole world, not just from nuclear holocaust, but bring us to heaven. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm.